Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. Emmanuel Macron has won five more years in office, Piers Morgan premieres on a new network, and Elon Musk has once again got everyone tweeting. It's Monday, April 25th. Here's your News Fix. French President Emmanuel Macron has comfortably won a second term in office, winning 58.5% of the vote against his opponent, Marine Le Pen. Macron will now serve for another five years, the first French president to win re-election since Jacques Chirac in 2002. Chirac actually won in a landslide at the time against Marine Le Pen's father, Jean-Marie. That being said, Macron did acknowledge that a considerable amount of the electorate would have voted for him, quote, not because they support my ideas, but to block those of the extreme right. BBC News noted the voter turnout was the lowest since 1969. And it's also worth noting here that while it was a decisive victory, the Irish Times described Le Pen winning 41.5% of the vote as unprecedented for the extreme right wing. In a look at some of the latest lines on Ukraine, Sunday marked two months since the war in Ukraine began. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken visited Kyiv on Sunday. Following the visit, the Washington Post reported the US will resume diplomatic operations in Ukraine this week for the first time since the war began. In the newsletter, we've included a link to an excellent summary by Axios on all of the key news lines from that visit. Also, a Russian missile has left one man in Odessa grappling with the tragic loss of his infant daughter, wife and mother. As BBC News noted, five others were killed in the attack, with President Zelensky describing those responsible as bastards. In terms of what's happening today, Pierce Morgan's new show premieres on Talk TV, Rupert Murdoch's new channel at 8pm later, with what appears to be an explosive interview with former US President Donald Trump. The trailer, which we've included in today's newsletter, appears to indicate Trump walked out of the interview, something he denies. In a statement following the release of the trailer, Trump said, Pierce Morgan, like the rest of the fake news media, attempted to unlawfully and deceptively edit his long and tedious interview with me. For anyone wondering what Talk TV is, well, as The Guardian pointed out, most of the day it will be airing video footage of Talk Radio. There will be three hours of television each evening. As further context from The Guardian said, the evening schedule consists of Morgan's flagship 8pm show, sandwiched between a warm-up political debate hosted by former Sun political editor Tom Newton Dunn and a celebrity panel show similar to Loose Women, hosted by Sharon Osbourne. For anyone that's not interested in watching the interview with Donald Trump, we would highly recommend in that case watching a BBC docu-series, The Rise of the Murdoch Dynasty. It is absolutely fascinating. We've included a link to the trailer in today's newsletter. Now, in a look at some UK politics, we've got three stories for you this morning. Firstly, an article over the weekend accusing Labour's deputy leader, Angela Rayner, of using basic instinct tactics against the Prime Minister has been condemned across the political spectrum. The article was widely considered both misogynistic and classist and suggested Rayner tries to distract the Prime Minister in the House of Commons by crossing and uncrossing her legs. Why was it so condemned? Well, it says Rayner knows she can't compete with Boris's Oxford Union debate training. The piece then goes on to describe Rayner as, quote, a grandmother who left school at 16 while pregnant and with no qualifications before becoming a care worker. Rayner tweeted about the piece, saying women in politics face sexism and misogyny every day, and I'm no different. Prime Minister Johnson also tweeted his criticism of the article, saying, quote, As much as I disagree with Angela Rayner on almost every political issue, I respect her as a parliamentarian and deplore the misogyny directed at her anonymously today. 
Interestingly, Culture Secretary Nadine Dorries tweeted the exact same statement as Boris Johnson, word for word. Now remember the long-awaited Sue Gray report into the restriction-breaking gatherings at Downing Street. While there's still no exact date for its release, but the Times this morning has a report suggesting its findings will leave the Prime Minister under intense pressure to resign. A senior official familiar with its contents allegedly described the report as both damning and excoriating for Johnson. It's worth noting that Prime Minister Johnson is understood to have attended at least six of the 12 gatherings being investigated and has already received one fine from the Metropolitan Police. And also Conservative MP Jamie Wallace has spoken on camera about his experience of being raped, saying part of him died when it happened. Speaking to Sky News, Wallace said, I met someone that I liked and things started off quite well actually. Then I was not okay with not being what I considered to be responsible and practice safety in the bedroom and so I withdrew consent and then there was, then he just decided that he was going to do it anyway and I was powerless to stop him. Wallace, who in late March said he intends to transition in the future and live his life as a woman, is understood to be the first British MP to announce they are trans. We've included a link to the Sky interview in today's newsletter and it makes for a really interesting watch. Now a story we're definitely going to keep a very close eye on. According to multiple media reports, Twitter began negotiations with Elon Musk on Sunday about a possible acquisition. Earlier this month, as you might remember, it was revealed Musk wanted to buy 100% of Twitter and privatize it, weeks after he purchased a 9.2% stake in the company and declined to join its board. As The Guardian stated, shareholders pushed Twitter to hold talks after Musk outlined a detailed financing plan for his bid on Thursday and urged it not to let the opportunity for a deal slip away. Musk's insistence that he was making his best and final bid was a hurdle in negotiations, the sources said, but the board had decided to engage with Musk to gather more information and potentially get better terms. In our opinion, CNN had a very helpful and easy to read article on this, linked in the newsletter. And lastly, of course, in case you missed it, in a special Sunday edition of News Fix yesterday, we announced that this fabulous journey will be coming to an end this Friday, April 29th. Thank you for all of the messages. We are overwhelmed by the lovely support we've received. Needless to mention, it brings a tear to the eye. That's today's fix. Have a great day.